You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. The Knicks are in action on Tuesday at the Garden. New York hosts Cleveland uh, at 7.30. The Cavs just beat the Bucks on Saturday, but have sputtered of late. They lost three of their last five games. The last two times, last time these two teams played, it actually was a turning point in the Knicks season. Uh, the Knicks had gotten demolished by Dallas, and Tom Thibodeau appeared to be on the hot seat. But the Knicks put on their best defensive performance in the next day and beat the Cavs 92-81. That was their, uh, just a, a masterclass defensively. It was a change in the lineup. We saw a nine-man rotation for the first time this season. The Knicks had started their eight-game winning streak from there. So, uh, actually, Tommy, how can the Knicks turn it around against Cleveland on Tuesday? Yeah, I, I think you you brought up a great point. It is the um, uh, the the this the game that essentially turned the season around was that that Cleveland game after the Dallas debacle Saturday afternoon when they played the Cavs Sunday night. There was talk that they'd lost that game or been blown out in that game. Tibbs's tenure might be nearing its conclusion. Um, they win that game, shrunk to a nine-man rotation, you know, go on to win an eight-game win streak. It's also worthy, worth noting, it, that's the date by which you go back to see the incredible increase in minutes played among Randall, Brunson, um, you know, those guys when they started, you know, yeah. basically uh, playing too many minutes, essentially, especially the second half of November into January, uh, second half of December, rather, into into January, and basically to where we are now. Um, yeah. So, you know, that that's part of it. Um, but that being said, the, the key is, you know, success defensively. Um, they held the, the Cavs to 81 in that in that game, uh, arguably their best defensive performance of the season. Question is, they're going to need it to adjust systemically and, and systematically with Mitchell Robinson without that that backstop back there to clean up all the mistakes. You can't be as risky on the perimeter, RJ Barrett in particular. You can't go for steals as much. You have to play a little bit more conservative, a little bit more, um, you know, diligent on the defensive end because you don't have that rim protector that's going to wipe away the mistakes that you might make. Um, also, probably a little bit more drop, uh, a little bit less drop coverage. We saw that a little bit uh, on Sunday night. Two tips credit. Um, we'll see if that continues. Um, but I think a key obviously is also Emmanuel quickly being healthy. Um, mm -hmm. the, the Knicks two highest individual net rating, um, on the team this season, uh, are, are quickly and, and Mitchell Robinson by a significant amount. Third is Grimes. Um, IQ was the only two that are plus six though, are, are Mitch Rob and, and, and um, and IQ. Um, and then Grimes is like plus 5.1, I think. So, um, it's, it's very difficult for a team that basically only relies on six players, if two of those six players are out, um, it's difficult to win games. Um, so we'll see if, uh, you know, if, if IQ, which, you know, it's we're recording this on a Monday afternoon, we'll see if we get an update on, on quickly, if he's able to practice and, and able to, you know, probably will likely be a game time decision. We probably won't know until tomorrow night. Um, but uh, Nick's obviously IQ is, is a very important part of the team. Another key in this game will be the availability of Donovan Mitchell, who's been suffering from a groin injury uh, this coming, uh, as we record this uh, episode of, of the Orange and Blues podcast from Dow Reuter from uh, 92.3, uh, the fan in Cleveland, saying that uh, Bickerstaff said that Donovan Mitchell practice today um, was a full participant. So considering he practiced on Monday, they played Tuesday. I would expect he plays in this game. I know he did not play against uh, Milwaukee, Evan Mobley had the game of his career, arguably 38 points, nine rebounds. Uh, he was an absolute force in, uh, in that game. No Giannis in that one for the Bucks. So, you know, Donovan misses out there. It's going to be a lot of trouble if, if the Knicks, you know, somehow miss Donovan in this one. 
that would obviously be a benefit to them. Hopefully, Don can get back healthy. But yeah, Emmanuel quickly. I mean, we saw in that game on Sunday how much they missed him. I mean, he, he's a lightning plug. He's a he, he brings a spark to that offense, especially coming off the bench. And um, they just when he's not out there, you see the amount of ducks they have offensively. They don't have a lot of guys you can throw the ball to and get a shot when the guy's coming off the bench. Evan Fournier is only useful if he's wide open for three. Uh, Deuce McBride is not really an offensive player. We've already talked about Isaiah Hardenstein and all of his struggles. So um, when you then add no quickly to that bench, now you're really in trouble. So it's going to be tough in that standpoint. I just think it's going to be tough for the Knicks in this matchup because of the size that Cleveland presents with a, a Mobley-Allen front court, and then they bring in Kevin Love off the bench. I would expect this as a game that they get hammered on the glass, considering those are the guys that Cleveland is putting on the front court. I, I think that they'll probably get mauled in that regard. I don't love this matchup. I think that, you know, with Mitch Robson out there, you know, even with Donovan Mitchell, as we saw the Knicks were able to handle them last time, I think that you say, okay, Knicks didn't compete against this team. I don't feel good about this game at all. Um, I really hope I'm wrong, but it just seems like bad place, bad time for the Knicks to get this team. Uh, and, and with Mobley now, maybe he's starting to get it going. He's playing with confidence. Mitchell coming back potentially, it doesn't look good. Yeah, Mitchell's missed each of the last three games. It wouldn't surprise anybody if he – the reason he set out the last game against the Bucks was to make sure he's extra healthy because you know he wants to play in New York uh, in, in yep. front of his, his hometown fans um, and, and against the Knicks at the Garden. That's obviously something that um, – you know, if he if he could choose maybe any game on the schedule, that's, those are these are one of the games that, that he'd want to play. So, um, and to your point, um, Bernie Bickerstaff said that uh, Mitchell was able to do everything in practice um, today, meaning Monday. So, uh, I would expect Donovan Mitchell to suit up as long as he doesn't have a setback um, tomorrow morning, shoot around, you know, pregame, etc. I would expect uh, Mitchell to be back, so that would give the the Cavs their full complement of players. And and I agree with you. Um, this one is a one that uh, the Knicks are going to have a tough time you know, getting the W in. I will say, if I'm going to issue a challenge to anybody on the roster, it's going to be Jalen Brunson. Like, I, I talked about it earlier in this episode. Like, I thought Jalen Brunson had, to me, one of his worst games. And maybe the shooting percentages won't suggest that. The box score won't suggest that. But, uh, you know, he's not guarding, you know, Fred Van Vliet. But, you know, his contemporary on the other side is just absolutely torching the Knicks. I thought Brunson looked tentative. He he he, he got there were a lot of deflection, a lot of turnovers, a lot of near turnovers. And he's going to have another matchup against another star guard in Darius Garland. Like, I want to see Jalen Brunson have a real bounce back game. Like, the Knicks are sputtering. He's their leader. He's their closer. If the Knicks are going to turn this around and it's going to start with this game, it's going to have to be a big game from Jalen Brunson. So, uh, I'm issuing the challenge with JB. Like, like we, we feel like he's an all-star. He's had a great season uh, this season. He needs to play better than he played against Toronto. That, that performance for most of that game was just not up to standard. Agreed. And 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 FVV has done a, a number on the Knicks. I actually looked at the numbers this morning um, uh, against the Knicks. He's played. So he's played four games against the Knicks this year. He's averaging twenty nine point three points and four made three pointers, shooting 40 percent from downtown against yeah. all non Nick opponents this season. That's thirty five other games. He's averaging seventeen point nine points while shooting thirty eight percent from the floor and thirty three percent from downtown. Um, so, yes, but we, we know that going in Brunson's, you know, he, he makes his bones on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to cover up for him defensively. He does what he can, draws charge, second lead and charges drawn, et cetera. Um, crafty. Um, but, you know, when you have a quick on-ball point guard like Van Vliet, like Garland's capable of scoring 25 a night, um, 
uh, Brunson's going to have to step up. I'm confident he will. For me, the X factor is Grimes. Um, he has to do. He has to keep hold Donovan Mitchell in check. He also needs to knock down his three pointers. Um, yeah. You know, we talk about his form. We talk about his ability to score, and, and he's done a good job putting the ball on the floor and and hitting you know uh, big men under the basket for dunks. He also has to make shots. Um, same with McBride. We know he's contributing. Um, McBride's a you know has to has to make some baskets um, in order to uh, in order to maintain his spot in the rotation. Um, but yeah, I think Grimes needs to have a big game um, on both ends of the floor uh, in order for the Knicks to pull the victory. Knicks backward guy step up last time in Mitchell shot it combined thirteen for forty one in that game. So I would expect these guys are going to want to. Uh, make up for, for that future form they had for last time. And like you said, uh, both fronts and Engrams did not play up the standard in Toronto. Uh, so they're going to have to have a big game in this one. A big matchup against Cleveland.